0: Call me a redneck, I a reckon that I am, but this thing's going on, it me been mad down to the core. I have to work like a dog that make ends meet. There's crooked politicians and crime in the street, and I'm madder than hell, and I ain't gonna take it no more. Are you? Are you madder than hell? Are you not gonna take it anymore? I sure as so hell hope so. Um... I How to, to change the name of this show to The Establishment Strikes Back. Uh, welcome back, but I haven't. Welcome back to another episode of A Working Man's Take. I'm your host, Andrew Bigneault. And as always, we are brought to you exclusively by the Blue Collar News Network. The news network made by the American working people for the American working people. Okay, I got... i want to get into the planned intro in just a minute but sometimes you got to go off the plan here um i've been paying extremely close attention to something that's going to matter very very soon a lot sooner than a lot of people seem to think um first of all you know Paul Ryan the one of the elite rhinos. And I don't mean elitist. I mean, like, he is rhino elite. Rhino Supreme, man. I mean, he's got the cheese, the sour cream, the guacamole, everything on top of that shit taco. Um, He's on the board of Fox. And you just heard yesterday, or or close enough, Britt Hume saying that Trump doesn't need to be on the top of the ticket because the Republican Party can't win with him on the top of the ticket. Hold that right here. Let me bring up something that very well may get me kicked out of a couple of uh, social media groups I'm in, and that's fine. It's, it's hard truth's time. See. There's people that have been around the media a very long time. And that's, that's their bubble. That's their bubble. And this is right here. What I'm about to get into is one of the main reasons I started this show. Because you and me, we bust our asses. And we rely on certain people to do their damn jobs. And they don't. They just don't. We rely on, we pick media that we feel is being honest with us. Not just, most of the time, for most of us, we just want to hear the damn news. We just want to know what happened. They don't think that we are capable of making up our own damn minds. Making our own decisions. Appearing the facts and, and and processing it and saying, okay, well, for instance, okay, yes, we should help Ukraine. Or no, hell no, we should not help Ukraine. But they don't think we're capable of making these decisions, you see. Now here's the part that might very well get me kicked out of a couple groups and that's fine. Bill O'Reilly needs to go the way of the horse and buggy. He needs to get the hell away from our president because he's fucking them up. He, he's breaking Trump. He's trying to mold President Trump into what Bill O'Reilly thinks president trump should be you see he's one of them that liked the policies but oh he's so brash oh he's let me tell you something anybody that agrees with bill o'reilly tune out now because bill o'reilly doesn't get it and here's what i'm talking about if i'm not tuned out now here's what i'm talking about he doesn't get it he just doesn't he was on with Mark Levin a couple shows ago, maybe Friday, maybe Monday, I'm not sure, anyway. Bill O'Reilly's solution. And what O'Reilly says is, well, Trump agrees with me. Okay, that's terrible because his idea for ending gun crimes is anybody that is, You you changed the definition of prohibited possessor. Prohibited possessor of a firearm. Okay. On the surface, does somebody that doesn't get it? Yeah, it sounds great. But his plan is anybody affiliated with a, a gang or any other violent organization is a prohibited possessor. But well, hey, uh, dino Rhino O'Reilly, that's us, dipshit. Yes, with Trump and the right Republican Senate and the right Republican Congress, yeah, we're safe, we're good. But the split second at that a law like that is put into place the american nazis aka democrats are going to start licking their damn lips drooling all over themselves and figuring out any single way to get back in office because then they've got us nailed they will nail our balls to the damn wall. Speaking of balls to the wall, Sarah Palin was on Bon Gino on a Sunday show and said balls to the wall. That was awesome. Um, yeah, she might be a little goofy or whatever, but hey, you know, maybe it's an Alaska thing. I don't know. It's cold up there and it's dark a lot. Maybe that's something to do with it. But anyway, he doesn't see the flaw in He doesn't see the flaw. People that prescribe solutions to these problems don't understand. The the loudest voices that have the most influence and that can, can call up President Trump, the rightful president of the United States of America, and say, hey, here's what you should do. They don't get it. And they don't need to have the access that they do. And something is actually starting to terrify me that after what happened to President Trump, the rightful president of the United States of America, he's still too trusting with people that are willing to say, well, we need to negotiate bipartisan, meet in the middle with the same sons of bitches that scream, no middle ground, no compromise, we're pushing it's our way or the highway it's our way or we will lock your asses up in a gulag for working on a year working on a year without a trial solitary confinement for taking a selfie outside or inside the Capitol when everybody saw what really happened. Anybody with a lick of common sense, and people like Bill O'Reilly, they just don't have the common sense. They have to set, you have to set the the absolute proof in front of them. For them to for them to see it, they don't see. They don't want to talk about Epps. or whatever his first name is. Epps, the FBI agent, getting people in. They don't want to talk about. They had that that pretty little blonde Capitol police officer testifying, right? Some of y'all saw it. I bring y'all information. I had to sit through as much of it as I could stomach. They had her up there, but nobody brought up, not media, not Bill O'Reilly, nobody brought up the fact that nothing was going on with that officer until Epps and his crowd, fellow FBI agents, showed up and started getting violent. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody ever brings up, enough people, the right people, don't bring up the fact, the fact that barricades were moved, doors were held open, and people were ushered in. They were escorted through the damn building by Capitol Police officers. Nobody brings up the question of, hey, How come this dude in in a hunting vest and a flannel shirt carrying a... a, I wish I knew how to add pictures and all that. i got to figure that out. Y'all have seen the pictures. You've seen the pictures. The dude with the the brown vest, the hunting vest, the uh, uh, flannel shirt, and the Confederate flag looks a whole hell of a lot like the Capitol Police officer that testified. Nobody asked that question. These same morons don't want to ask the questions of, Hey, where did these recent mass shooters get eight to $10,000 worth of guns and ammo and gear to commit these wh- horrendous, heinous, the evil attacks that they did? Nobody wants to ask these questions. Why? Why is Fox News... Now, with Paul Ryan sit, sitting on the board, acting a whole hell of a lot like CNN. Nobody wants to ask. Well, Newsmax will. But Newsmax, in its own right, is having leftists on and promoting them in, in their Congress race. They had, uh, what's her name? Pelle, Pellegrino. Yeah, it's a water. It sounds like a water or wine or something. Um. It, it does. I'm not picking our last name. Last name. Look at mine. Shit. She had somebody on there. She said, Who would be the best endorsement for you? And he's talking about the squad. Why is he even on there? Have you noticed the more people you see Schmidt, uh, that field reporter that looks like a uh, young De Niro? What's his name? The same guy that was put on a no-fly list by by King Obama Hussein King Hussein Obama whatever I call him um that guy the more people that were on Fox that come over to Newsmax the more Newsmax starts acting like Fox and now Fox is acting like CNN big box media ladies and gentlemen stay away from it it's poison and they the ones that like I believe Bill O'Reilly has has good intentions, but he's too arrogant to admit, hey, I don't know every fucking thing. He's always, he'll shut people down. He'll shut down Glenn Beck. They're at least equals, man. They're at least equals. And he'll shut them down. Glenn Beck will say, well, you see, they want to do this. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. What they want to do, Beck, is and O'Reilly's wrong a lot because he doesn't get he doesn't understand. He's one of the main people that doesn't understand This isn't politics. I've heard him say it over and over again. It's the political pendulum The political pendulum got broken Smashed to bits and pieces By the American Nazis the very people trying To permanently kill America. I had to get that off my chest. I got more that's going to come into that in just a minute. Nancy Mace. One hurt. One hurt. Her race. Nancy the Disgrace Mace. One hurt. Race. Yeah, that's exactly what we need. Yeah, let's just keep putting the rhinos, the people that, that stabbed Trump in the back. Way, way to go, y'all. Way to go. People that turned on Trump, let's keep voting them back in. Okay. Got this bit of information from Constitution Daily. On June 14th, 1777, less than one year after Betsy Ross had received the order from General Washington. Boom. To make the first flag, the Second Continental Congress passed a flag resolution stating that the flag of the United States be thirteen stripes, alternate red and white, that the Union be thirteen stars, white in a blue field representing a new constellation, and there it is audio people you you can't see what i'm doing i got an itty bitty little betsy ross flag uh the first national observance of flag day was on june 14 1877 100 years after the flag resolution was adopted by the continental congress patriotic groups including the colonial Dames and the Sons of the American Revolution also spent years trying to convince Congress to make Flag flag Day official. In 1916, President Woodrow Wilson issued a proclamation stating that June 14th shall be National Flag Day. And in 1949, it was made official by an act of Congress. 1916, 1949. Yeah, that's about the right timeline right amount of time for congress to do something since 2008 the betsy ross house has received the patriotic zeal of the earliest celebrations with flag fest and all-day old-fashioned family fun street fair with games live entertainment a patriotic pet contest shopping and more celebrated on the Saturday before Flag Day I have something a few things I would like to see are uh, real Republicans bring up or respond with one I want an amendment I want a new law yes I mr. small government wants a new law passed that anyone that desecrates the American flag this goes along with me saying all we gotta do is make the crazy voters leave and the crazy politicians have to leave with them simple fix Um, I want a new law passed that anybody that desecrates the American flag first time offense is 90 days of community service at a place like the va or uh camp hope or um you know folds of honor tunnel of the towers to deal directly on a very personal level with those that that lost body parts lost friends lost family members i want them to have to deal with it and, and really deal with not just go in and say hi no to really de- be a part of of the care that goes into somebody that you know is is healing from from burn scars or a, a double amputee a single amputee somebody that has had their mind broken to the point where they they don't really function somebody that has severe head trauma from an ied and every day they have to stand every day for 90 days they start out their day by saying i burned the american flag first time effects we'll start with I th- I think I think that n- that needs to happen. That goes along with Flag Day. Um, I want to start seeing politicians and pundits when respond with this when somebody tries to attack them and say, "Well, you're destroying our democracy. You are attacking our democracy." I want to look straight at them and or straight at the camera you understand what I mean by that I say just like this you're damn right we're trying to destroy democracy because we're not a democracy we're a constitutional republic if you don't like it you can pack your crap and get the hell out that's what I want their response to be we're a constitutional republic we're not a democracy you can't say what are you talking about yeah i'm talking about winning i'm talking about pushing these sick twisted evil nasty ass bastards the hell out of our country they hate it anyway we're not making them stay we're trying to make them go let's speed up the process my case next next segment next topic next issue whatever my case for why people like bill O'Reilly and all the rest of them need to get the hell away from president trump is the next president and vice president have to be two people that don't have any political future off the top of my head i can think of two for Pres, and vice president Trump Mark Meadows right Trump and Meadows why because they don't have Trump has nothing else to prove meaning he has a record to run on and nothing to lose I've said it before I'm going to say it again they might they will Impeach and remove them and the vice president. That's why it can't be somebody like Candace Owens or DeSantis or and besides that I Already threw the hat so invisible hat to Jesse Kelly You don't put two alpha males on the same ticket and expect it all to just go smooth. That's not the way the world works Um, Excuse me it has to be somebody with no political no that they're done mark meadows fits that description they can impeach and remove trump but they can't take him down after that right plus if they impeach and remove him they'll come after him for a few things he'll battle it out in court and as long as he does what i'm about to tell you he'll be all right And so will Mark Meadows and everybody else in the administration. Here we go. Day one. One, whether it can be done or not, you'll understand what I mean. If it can be done with one executive order saying, executive order, every executive action the last senile bastard took is now done, over, no, no more, we're not doing it. Here's one, boom or if he has to do one by one, undo all of them. That's about a full day right there. All right. While he's doing that, drill, baby, drill. Here's your permits, go explore, go find the fuel, go find the energy, get it. Well, in a few days, We're going to take steps to ensure that you can invest in this long-term. End of that day, you know, towards the end of that day, day two, whatever. Call in, empty out the Hall of Senate, Congress, or both. Put them all in there, do it via Zoom or whatever. The top three levels of every agency. FBI, CIA, DOJ, DOD, Homeland Security, all of them, every single one of them, top three levels, boom, if you're you're watching this, guess what, you're fired, The second, right? Two seconds before that, and why I'm saying this after so they don't know, two seconds before that, you have everybody that's going to be lined up and, and run through the court system. And I don't want to hear, well, if if it just run through the court, it'll be like the assessment. No, because the top three levels are gone. They don't have their their hookups anymore. When people start going to trial and start going to jail, start serving real time for it, which it can happen if, if the top three levels don't have their, their protection. The people below them see that happen, the people that help them do that, all the little the, uh, strokes and pages and all the, all those little goons. They see the top three levels get hauled, get get fired all at once in mass by a damn zoom call. They're gonna knock their shit off. They're going to because nobody above them is there to cover for them anymore. Savvy? When we get a whole book, indicted every single one of them. Fauci, all of them. All of them, all right? Department of Education, boom, you're out. You're done, disbanded, boom. IRS, you're out of here, disbanded, boom. The establishment will freak out and and that's why they got to move quick and I don't want to have Trump be some sacrificial lamb and or something like that but he's the only one that can do it because he's the only one that's got the money in his private life legally earned to defend himself in a court of law and if he clears out the the filth at the top three levels, guess what happens? It'll work. I know a lot of you are gonna have doubt in that. It'll work. Um, Because if we don't, things like this, now this is dated a bit But from what I've seen, not a whole lot of people have talked about it. They've done a quick little boom on it, and that's it. The Michigan GOP gubernatorial candidate Ryan Kelly was arrested Thursday, like last week or something. Yeah, last week. Thursday morning, by the FBI, and accused of participating in the Jan. 6 riots, according to new filings from the Department of Justice. Top three levels gone by. See you. Get the hell out of here. We got room for you at Gitmo. According to a recently filed criminal complaint, excuse me, Kelly was charged with knowingly entering, entering or remaining in. Any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority, disorderly, and disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds knowingly engaging in any act of physical violence against person or property in any restricted building or grounds willfully injure or commit any depredation against any property of the United States. Oh and according to May Paul Kelly was leading the race by four points. You want things like that to keep happening. What about the 31 or 37 people that were arrested for intent to riot. Intent to riot. Here's, here's here's their case against them they were all dressed the same no not Antifa they weren't Antifa they weren't BLM they were all dressed the same they had face masks shields and paperwork a couple little birdies have told me the paperwork that they had on them were their protest permits which you have to carry with you you have to have it you know to where you can get to it to where they say yeah hey, are you allowed to do this now if you ask me i think they were doing they were going to protest uh a, a queer nation event no they call themselves lg whatever they were going to Protest a, a queer nation event now to me they just watched the news and they realized that wherever we go Antifa and BLM show up and come try to kill us so they had ways to protect themselves probably also put a little bit of thought into it and say hey we're we're uh, going to be way outnumbered so we're going to need something to protect ourselves they hadn't committed a crime Yet they were arrested. Are you still sitting there going, well, long we got our guns. They hadn't committed a crime, yet they were arrested. Get the point. Red. (laughs) We got... We're bringing up red flag gun laws and apparently red flag protest laws. We decided you're crazy. So you go to jail for attempting to exercise a constitutional right. You want that to keep happening? A dude, apparently a militia member, with a political hit list including McConnell and Whitmer, killed a retired Wisconsin judge, John Romer, on one or two Fridays ago, died in the hospital on Tuesday from self-inflicted gunshot wounds. He was declared brain dead on Saturday and was kept on life support for organ donations. The investigation is being handled as both a homicide and possible case of domestic terrorism, a law enforcement official told ABC News. In two thousand five Judge Romer sentenced that dude to six that is a dude, right? yeah to six years in state prison and nine years extended supervision for armed burglary felony and concurrent with concurrent sentences for three lesser counts the dude had ple- you know what i can't say the dude because that's a good movie big lebowski and there's chuck nails that goes by chuck the dude nails on cloud Hub. and they're both cool guys So, this guy had pleaded no contest to the charges and then goes to prison and then gets out. And then tries to go kill him. Yeah. At my state level, and all y'all should be looking at your state level, especially those of you in those seven states those seven particular states let, let me let me voice this again I've said it a few times but it's been a long time Pennsylvania did not vote against their own job security neither did Michigan or arizona or any other <laughs> one out there uh yeah trump won and they know it at my state level a texas senate committee and, and, and y'all you see you know what I'm, I'm starting to get real tired i'm sorry I, i'm going to end it I want to end it like this i wasn't gonna do the show I'm, I'm wiped out i am i'm i'm very tired i wasn't gonna do a show but i'm tired of this the one person making one comment and then in their next comment that statement contradicting what they just said. Neither one of their their statements or comments make any damn sense to begin with, and then they contradict each other. At the risk of, I don't care, I made fun of him to his face for it. Here's a little bit of a personal story that I'm going to tie into it. Because we make excuses, right? There's going to be people making excuses for re-election, the re-election of Mace. There's people in Texas making excuses for not showing up to, to kick Abbott's sorry ass, Abbott's for sale ass out of office. People make excuses when they know they fucked up. When they know they're doing something stupid, people start making excuses. It's something that comes from your childhood. Children do it naturally. Nobody has to teach them that. We teach our children be accountable, be responsible. And and somewhere it, it just happens. Right? There's a dude. There's a guy I work with. He's a good guy. He is, man. But damn. He paid to go to this IT school, right? He started doing the work we do. It's tough. It's a tough job. It is. You got to manhandle stuff anyway. He started doing the work. Okay. Cool. It wears you down. So he, he went to IT school. Well, he hasn't had a lot of luck finding an IT job because mainly people in high school and college intern for free at those jobs so why pay somebody to do it the the high school and college kids do it for free they're good at it they like doing it because they don't really have to do anything you understand so, he's not having luck finding an IT job. The, his school offers job placement assistance or something along. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Well, they hit him now with two offers. For fiber optic installation technicians. Now, some of y'all are laughing already because you know that means cable guy. (laughs) You're the cable guy. Which, hey, dude, cool. We all need them. We've all called them at, at some point. Great job. Good job. Make good money doing it. For the most part, it's pretty gravy. It is. It's pretty gravy. You get some that art and you know, I did it for, like, like almost four years. It's pretty gravy. Most of the time, you really don't have to do a whole lot when you get to a house because it already had something or it recently did, and you can just, you know. It's hard when you have to start all brand new, and you got to route it. Anyway, you all know I'll get off on, on over-describing what, what, what a certain job is. But anyway... He went to I.T. school and he said, hey, I found a job, you know, ground level of I.T. I said, cool, man, you going to take it? As so when he told me it was fiber optic installation technician. I laughed right in his face. I said, dude, that's a cable guy. He insisted, still insist, <laughs> wrongly, well, that, that, that's I.T. work i said, no 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 it, it really isn't he said yeah anything working with computers is it work no 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 you see he's upset about the situation here's the here here's the point he's upset about the situation he had a goal a good goal man and and i yelled at him and said dude you're quitting you're settling you're giving up so you you can find what you want to find if you put in the effort and work for it man you gotta you gotta earn that shit. it's not just gonna get handed to you job placement assistance it's not job placement here you graduate here's your job that's no you still gotta work for it. You got to go out and get it. He doesn't want to go get it, so he's gonna pay to have gone to an IT school and ended up being a damn cable guy. Which hey, cable guy is great, man. If my if I didn't have this this leg issue, this knee issue, I'd be doing it. You end up on a ladder on the side of a house. You got a bum knee. You're in trouble. Yeah, you got a bum knee. You're crawling around in the attic. Yeah, yeah, you're probably getting fired because eventually you're coming through the ceiling. It, it's a good job. It's a good job. A very valuable job. And I'm not putting it down. But when you catch somebody, here's the main the moral. Main he, he's upset. Here's point number one. He's upset with the situation because it's not getting what he wants, so he's going to settle. Like... Voting for Nancy Mace, trying to make excuses for it and sugarcoat it is point number two. You see, if you want to go off be a cable guy, good goal is a noble profession, man. It ain't going nowhere anytime soon. Well, it might go on policy for a little bit for new installations. Everybody's broke. But for the most part, it ain't going nowhere. That's a good job. But be accountable and say, I'm going to go be a cable guy. Not, I'm going to go work in IT. Call things what they are. Not what you want them to be. You understand? That ended up rhyming. That was brilliant. Um, It's the same thing with these politicians. We get the government we deserve. 10% of the, the voters turned out and we ended up back with Abbott again. And now everybody's bitching. Now everybody's worried. He might lose to Beto. Well, maybe you should have showed your ass up and voted for Alan West like you should have. You understand? I hope I, I hope I drew all that together. I'm not trying to pick on my, my work buddy here, but I guess I am a little bit. I didn't use his name. Not going to. Because he, he just... He tried for something, he failed a few times. Instead of keeping in the fight, he's just gonna settle for something else. Are we gonna do that? Are we gonna keep putting in I love for Santa Lindsay Graham's. We, I have talked to many of people from, from South Carolina and I can't remember not one of them talking like a damn cartoon character of a Southern person. He's so full of shit, man. Accent's more fake than Nicolas Cage and Conair, man. Damn. Let's quit settling, people. For love for sale, Graham and Nancy Mace. The disgrace, Nancy Mace. Let's quit settling. We're still settling. Because we're still listening to the Dino Rhinos like like Bill O'Reilly. He's a country club Republican. Why the hell are working class people listening to what that old bastard has to say? His time's gone, man. It's over. A long time ago. Screw it. I was trying to be nicer. I'm not going to be nice. Bill O'Reilly, shut your old ass up. Boom! Go on, man. You got all those cool asses to go write another Killing the Whoever's. Killing the What's It Who's It's. Go write another book. You're good at it. And he is. Go, go use your talents and stay the hell away from our president. Thank you for joining me for another episode of a Working Man's Take. I've been your host as always in the know, because that's my show. The only one that host it. It's mine. It's made. I make the show for you. Uh, you know what to do. Go to wherever you get podcasts. Look for a working man's take. If they don't have me screw them, move on. You don't need them anyhow. Uh parlor. Hub. Uh, Getter capital A capital R capital V lowercase I G N E A U X no spaces or anything in between. Uh, me we is my name Andrew Vigneault. Say with uh, true social it is Andrew Vigneault and/or working man's take locals is where you find the blue collar news network and thanks for watching i will catch y'all next time